Welcome back, Dodecadorks. We're the 12-sided guys. We have Jordan as Rupert. Why, hello there. Sabrina as Althea. Can I help you? Matt as Bryson. <laughs> hey! Scott as Droog. All right, laddie. Me, Paul, as Kayvon. How you doing? And Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron as a sadistic little robot girl. Hi, Kay. We're glad you're here following along with us as we explore the depths of this countess's castle. What other secrets and puzzles await us as we investigate the strange goings on and happenings here? Only time will tell. But anyone who wants to catch our latest Q&A can go become a patron by joining our Patreon, where we answer questions about the last campaign. Also, don't forget to ship... Don't forget your ship poopy. <laughs> also, don't forget to show us some love in the form of ratings, reviews, Patreon subscriptions, and just good old-fashioned word of mouth. Anyway, if you thought a blue tube top and black miniskirt was great zombie fighting attire, then this podcast is for you. It's A Nauseous Nocturne, Episode 5. That was my favorite one you've done yet. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what, what didn't she have like uh, knee high boots too? Probably, I'm sure. Probably, but then they they re- they've re released it a couple times and they've definitely changed her outfit. It's it's a lot more. Um, it's a lot less it, awesome. It's a lot more like like reasonably <laughs> casual. <laughs> it's not necessarily still the best zombie outfit, but it's you're like so- you're like I could picture someone wearing that in their apartment when a giant zombie attacked them. It's a lot less awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I always put her back in her star's uniform with the beret because I thought the beret was cute. Of course, of course. And I just grab all the mods of like no clothes, Leon. So, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, take it away, Aaron. We'll be starting with a flashback scene uh, again. Ooh. We again see our construct spider friend crawling quickly across the underside of a stone bridge, its legs conjuring a metallic tick-tick-ticking sound as it makes its way. On the other side of the bridge, we see the spider crawl under a doorway and into a steamy room of fans and pipes. It scuttles around a group of three waitstaff hidden in the shadows of the room. The spider avoids the movement as we see aprons and pants fall discarded to the floor. (laughs) <laughs> what are they doing in there <laughs> so different kind of steamy room than i thought it was going to be finally the spider slides under a second door and into a brightly lit room of monitors and a podium in the center suddenly a small smiling girl appears beside the spider oh little friend i didn't notice you coming in how odd Rosalind murmurs as she bends towards the spider Let me get you somewhere better. As Rosalind reaches her hand toward the spider, the hand glitches, adding sharp edges and blurring red around the sides. She jerks back as if burned. Wait, don't. But it's too late. 
Before the AI mainframe can identify the threat, the spider has leaped on the side of the podium, fangs dripping with red data as it sinks them into a bundle of wires near the top. The monitors start flashing. A sea of red waves made from numbers and sharp edges floods across the monitors. Rosalind begins to scream. The venom spreads in her body, in her imagined veins, the color of a red moon. As fast as it started, the room blinks back to normal. The lights return, and a smile returns to Rosalind's face. You see a small section of her forearm glitch and turn red. She looks down, smile widening, and tugs a sleeve over the mark. Fade to black. So she's a victim in this too, Oh. <laughs> build build that sympathy. Yeah, I don't. I'm still not feeling any sympathy for for Rosalind. <laughs> Look, she's a really complicated backstory for a villain. Okay, she's like evil Spider Man. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's like, of course, you know, the guy got the great powers and she got bit and turned evil. It's very rough for her. Sounds like the patriarchy to me. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so just remember, if you kill Rosalind, you're perpetuating the patriarchy. <laughs> so yes, a recap. We're coming back and finding our ragtag group of security team a little... Well, you've rested for an hour, so you aren't in the worst shape possible. You've leveled up, so you're feeling a little better. You're like, oh my gosh, I might be able to like swing my sword twice in six seconds. Uh, (laughs) but you do find yourselves in a steamy uh pipe filled room where you have just finished battling i don't what what did you all come up with a name for them these creatures uh where's these uh the uh cotton eye joes Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly what we I was pretty sure they were cotton eye joes. I forgot about that. Yes, you you had a, a pretty fun battle, and fun for me, uh, battle against these almost z- zombie machine bio esque creatures that could f- reform and sounded like uh, the throat metallic technical scream noises they can infect other people and make them into zombies very cotton eye joe very apt <laughs> there was line dancing <laughs> and the white people just started following along yes <laughs> <laughs> the zombies oh were just gosh. line dancers they weren't like actual <laughs> zombies uh but yes you tossed a couple in the fans you I think Althea was just like getting health back every round, having a good time. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. Someone, oh, uh, Bryson did almost fall into the fan. So that was fun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but managed to save it. But yeah, that's where you are. So you are all in this room. Do we still have our laser tag guns? You do. You do still have all your Sick. guns. And you are in here with now this uh, left maid and butler. And there is a door uh, at the that side of the room where you are resting that leads into the control room. What would you like to do? I'm going to recharge my gun. I don't remember. I think I took just a couple shots with it. I'm going to recharge it so it's full. Okay. Yeah, same. I think that makes sense. Cool, cool. I'm going to make an investigation check to try and find my middle finger. I don't think I found oh, okay. it last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me an investigation check. I got a 16. 
It is Im- it, it's embedded in that dead body that's still there on the ground that didn't, didn't, get, <laughs> nice. didn't get thrown down a hole. That's fine. So I'll, I'll start uh, putting that back on. Ka, ka. So um, now that it's been an hour, we've had this short rest. Uh, has, has my little hummingbird Sprocket woken up yet? He has. You definitely start to feel a little movement on your shoulder and some metallic chirping as he kind of wakes himself up, does that little bird shake of his head. Oh. <laughs> Uh, hey, little guy. Hey, welcome <laughs> back. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh. So, I guess we're, we're kind of in a dangerous situation. Um, I'm sorry you have to wake up to this, but there are these cotton-eyed Joes <laughs> that are, like, making zombies. <laughs> you know that song. Awesome. They used to play that at the school dances. Um, so uh, anyway, we had to throw some into these big chopper blades um, and we're going to be moving on. So I guess welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> he kind of looks up at you and then he looks over at one of the fans and he like flies off your shoulder for a second, zips over and like looks at it and then comes back to you. And you can tell he's like a little scared of like the fan shafts and he like huddles up on your shoulder. Yeah, you take it easy in here, man. Like we got don't worry. Tinsel and I, we, we got you taken care of. Tinsel. There he is, right over there. He's that bird. He used to be my hat. Wow. Tim, you got all kinds of birds over here. Oh, wait, you know. <laughs> I'm going to say a really terrible joke that mm. Matt now has two birds and, <laughs> um, and uh, Drew was looking around for his bird. okay that was that was oh that was not as bad as i thought it was i thought it was going somewhere else i thought you were like matt has his two birds and now he just needs his stone oh gee guys come on something about peckers so okay Uh, i like that we all went in different directions there we are losing (laughs) listeners as we speak i like that mine was just terrible just a terrible joke and that's why we're losing listeners just because it was just so terrible yeah we can edit this all out don't worry yeah paul stopped listeners you can come back now (laughs) (laughs) it was all paul no one else spoke during that that part we cut out yes so should we all like right. go through this next door? Like this is where we're supposed to be, right? This is the control room, right? As I recall on the map, there's a blue Xbox in the room right, <laughs> right behind these doors. That sounds like that's where we need to go then. That's the true part, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we should do some Halo 2 four-player split screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny that you should say that. <laughs> okay now i'm excited okay well Kayvon's all excited he's gonna go over to this door and see how he can get it open okay uh you see a little button to the side of it okay uh everybody ready oh yeah dude i got Let's a bird do this. And another bird yeah so Kayvon <laughs> punches the button uh, the door opens. <laughs> I love that you don't push it. You're trying to punch it. <laughs> uh, you break the button, trapping yourself in the room. No, uh, you hit the button. The door opens and just like a wave of fire engulfs. No, you open it up and it is a brightly writ- lit, uh, a brightly lit metal chic control room. Like how maybe not Kayvon or... 
Bryson or any of you would imagine, uh, maybe it's almost a little techier than you would be used to, but it's a very high-tech looking control room. You see... Is it the kind of control room one would imagine a hypothetical fake spider coming into? Yes, yes. Okay, nice. Uh, Exactly that. Uh, But basically you come in and you see this not super big room, but all around the walls there are monitors. It's, It's like... It's like the stony, not the stony, it's like the industrial age version of the Matrix room. I was just going to say, I was just going to say. Okay. okay, as we come back to the Matrix again. Uh, <laughs> was the, it George Carlin with the chair? And he's like, he calls yeah, it Linda. Yeah. What, is, what, is, what is his name? The engineer, the architect, that's what it the is. Architect, the yes, architect, yes, the architect, yeah. yes. Sir, I was, uh, I I was talking I, I, about uh, Scary Movie 3. <laughs> oh, I just imagine seeing multiple multiple uh, TVs with uh, Kayvon's face, some of them screaming and laughing and crying and yeah. Uh, not quite, but you come in here okay. and what you see uh, in the room, you see a bunch of these monitors. They all seem to be, just at quick glances, they look like rooms from the castle being kind of flashed across them. Uh, you see in the middle, there's kind of this podium with uh, a couple buttons on it, and you see Rosalind standing to the side, uh, watching you walk in. And then you, you do you you do see a couple doors around the room, but oh hey Rosalind, we're here. <laughs> Hi. Can I look at the monitors and see if maybe I can spot the uh, like the the banquet hall where we all started and see if see how the people are doing who we left behind. Yeah, give me an investigation check to see if you can pick it out while you're looking okay, around, okay. like like entering the room. Man, I really hate this person. I got an eight. <laughs> Why do we always have Kayvon doing the investigations? <laughs> uh, you're kind of distracted as you're looking around. Uh, you don't quite, you, you haven't picked up where it is yet. You have the sense that it will be there and you probably will get to see it, but you can't see where it's showing right now. Um, Kayvon is a Bronze Age character in a high-tech um, like <laughs> steampunk world. So, Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. What's this thing in the middle of the room? Oh, that's the security reset. Droog will, Droog will walk up to it. Yeah, well, hey, Droog, push that button. I would. I think this is the button. I'll press it right here. She's like, well... You did get through all my traps, and... Traps? I thought you said they were games. <laughs> oh, game traps, games, you, you know, I the fun. The fun we had. Wait um, a second, I don't think she's been straight with us. <laughs> <laughs> Bryson, what? No, and she's going to be like, but, you know, remember, it might also make everything explode. So you should probably read the user manual. And she disappears. Do we trust her or shall I just press press the button? I mean, as much as I hate her, I do think that that is good advice. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It Uh, is a bit foreboding, you know. Is the the button like on the ground? Is it on like, where is it? I like... Uh, what you actually see is there's four buttons uh, on the podium that are not lit up. And uh, if everyone wants to roll a perception check. Mm. Bryson got a 17. Dr. Rupert got a natural one for a three. <laughs> Dude, you gotta stop rolling that ones. Dude, oh I'm, I'm still editing episode four and there are so many nat ones in that episode <laughs> just oh from you. 
I'm just a very lucky person. Well, Kayvon rolled a six. Drew got a five. Althea got a 15. I think I can't see up to like where the buttons are. Like, it's just like <laughs> over short. my so eyesight. Just, your little hand is just reaching up like a little kid trying to get something <laughs> off the counter. Yeah, yes. basically, basically we'll say like, Droog is not tall enough to understand what he's at. And um, Kayvon is too distracted by this world of technology from his Stone Age world. Uh, and Rupert, actually, will say that you don't know anything about what this perception check was actually for, uh, but you are able to be distracted and catch the monitor that's showing the room you came from. And what you can see in it is that they, you, it looks you know how you left it basically it's only been like an hour but you see what you can pick out and kind of it's like a grainy you know it's not the it's not hd camera looking at this room but you can tell that it looks like suzette is over taking care of daphne still to one side of the room there's another huddle of a couple different people just like talking and then you can also see that there's like a couple people that seem to be like cleaning up a little like like moving some of the bodies and and broken things and just kind of like tidying up the room a little okay how many more people has she stabbed since we left <laughs> you it, you could count rupert and tell that there are still like the same amount of people that you left it doesn't appear that there's been any more stabbings well where is this user manual and Althea and Bryson you pick up uh, that there's this kind of it looks like a little door at the bottom of the podium that you could open alright yeah Althea will walk up and uh, open that and hopefully search for the user manual you pop that open and there is a very thick manual in there oh man uh, that you pull out uh, but you're you're uh, you understand that books have indexes and you kind of like <laughs> I don't Bryson doesn't I don't have time to explain it Bryson just trust me man I have an eight intelligence yeah oh god Bryson's like we have to read all of that oh I hope it's not a romance <laughs> Kayvon's never seen book binding before <laughs> he's like what do you mean that's not an animal skin <laughs> exactly what kind of book doesn't roll up yeah, yeah. oh my gosh but Althea, you look through it and you kind of skim through and you see some page numbers for what says like how to reset security system. And you flip back uh, to that and you come to this page, which I will drop, I guess, in Discord to get to you all. Better not have us alphabetizing anything. <laughs> okay, while you're doing that, I will say this. You did send me the, the stats for Sprocket, the tiny hummingbirds. I'll read that out loud for our listeners while you get that going. Perfect. Uh, so Sprocket is a tiny hummingbird, requires attunement. He has four charges. As a bonus action, I can have Sprocket distract a creature or enemy for one charge, causing it to have disadvantage on its next attack. Or I can expend two charges to cast Feather Fall, and I always take half damage from falling while I'm attuned to Sprocket, and he regains 1d4 charges at dawn. The tiny, humming, the tiny hummingbird loves to drink oil and molten metals. He's obsessed with metal flowers. So he's basically just adorable. <laughs> he is the cutest. Um, yeah, so I'll give you a little bit. You get start reading through uh, what I shared with you, and then we'll kind of we can talk about it overall once you kind of all just like read through it once. 
Man, this looks complicated, guys. I thought it was going to be just pushing a button. Should we read this out loud for the listeners? Perhaps we split it up. I could start and... We can popcorn read. Well, I'd be happy to read the first section and then the cooling room. All right, Rupert, just go for it. I can go next. I'll popcorn next. Yeah, and then I'll go after Althea. Very well. Nice. It says, to safely reset the systems, you will need to enter the shutdown. Wait, wait. And shut down the four adjacent rooms. The cooling room. Ooh. The exhaust room. Wow. The data room. (laughs) And the piston room. That's the bathroom. And now for the cooling room. (laughs) Your projection is great on that. (laughs) Thank you very much. This is like the best story I've ever heard. (laughs) I'm just going to stand on the other side of the room and see if I can still hear you. It's all about commitment to the delivery, really. I can't wait to hear about the cooling room. (laughs) Well, let me tell you all about it. I want to read the piston room. (laughs) The piston room is the bathroom. Now, hold on. You'll get your chance. (laughs) To safely shut down and reset the cooling room, you must enter the room and activate the reset switch behind the security panel on the support pillar and retrieve the key hanging beside the switch. Once activated, the room will scan for for threats. If no threats are found, the exit doors will unlock. Sounds straightforward enough for the cooling room. Well, I'll take over for the exhaust room. To safely shut down the exhaust room, you must activate the five reset switches in order from one to five found on the back wall. Once activated, the security hatch will unlock and you may access the gas masks and the room key. Boy, gas masks, huh? Fun. It looks like the the data room is uh, maybe, maybe written in Latin and crossed out and it has a stamp that says Riddles of Rosalind. Um, above it. <laughs> I do see the word immolapatatur. So that's that's cool. <laughs> it looks it is definitely a, a, a real language. <laughs> Aptatus Dolores at Ocus Comolo. You get immoluptatur. You get the sense that the instructions for the data room have been uh, graffitied and messed up by maybe Rosalind herself. Well, uh, Bryson, I'll let you go on to the piston room, since I know you're excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the piston room. To safely shut down and and reset the piston room, you must reach the reset switch on the back wall. Be warned, if the pistons are activated, you will need to avoid them to reach the switch. After activating the switch, the pistons will enter a holding state until after a full reset. System reset. Okay. What did I just read? I was really <laughs> trying to say the words right. Watch out for pistons smashing you and go flip the switch, apparently. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, Paul, do you want to read this next section? Yeah, let me read this next section. As each room is reset, the corresponding button will light up on the central console. To com- one, to complete the reset, insert the retrieved room key below the corresponding illuminated button. Two, turn key to the right. Three, finally press the button above the key. 
four. Repeat this for each room. Once the final rooms button is pushed, the system will fully reset, giving you full control over the system and resetting the AI without issue. Well, that's good. We want to reset the AI without any issues because she's kind of creepy. I think I think that's definitely the route we want to go for sure. Uh, this next bit says, so you think you need a hard reset? Under extreme circumstances, you may reset the system without the safety procedures in place. This is only recommended for systems with no AI support, as it has a chance of not clearing the data catch. It may also further exacerbate any current AI systems in use, in, uh, system issues. Yeah, let's not do that one. Hard, yeah, hard reset. To hard reset, simply forcefully depress the reset button on the central control console for each adjacent room. Every room that is hard reset raises the risk of not clearing the AI data catch. Okay. So if I follow right, right now, there's these four rooms. There's still more. There's still more manual listeners. Hey, listeners, <laughs> there's still more instructions coming. <laughs> um, but if I understand this right, so there's four rooms. We got to reset each room. And if we don't like succeed, then we can come back here and do a hard reset for that room. But it also makes it more likely that Rosalind is going to be even more bonkers. And that bitch is already crazy. I don't think we need more of that. Well, I wasn't going to use any like, you know, uh, gendered language. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Bryson. (laughs) Taking down the gendered language. I love it. Uh, So basically what this is saying, uh, before we can need to move on to the next one. uh, Basically what it's saying is... So there's four rooms, and if you want to not take any risks and no rewards, you can reset the system, and there will be a difficult check uh, with a high DC to have Roslyn correctly reset and not have issues. For every room that you do the process of resetting it uh, manually, you lower that check of the DC. Uh, and if you get all four rooms reset, you don't have to make a check and you will guarantee that Rosalind does reset correctly. What that looks like is that you all will have to enter a room at the same time. So uh, everyone will be in a room as well as the control room and you will attempt to do what you need to do in that room. Uh, they're all based around different stats. And the person in the control room will have the least to worry about, but probably the most important job. And that is, if you go into a room to reset it and you die in there, the door will not open for you to be saved. But the person here in the control room is able to hard reset that room to get you out. So they will have the choice. Everyone else will be an initiative and the person in the control room will not be. And they can choose at any moment without talking to the other people that are in the room, whether they want to pull that person out before something worse happens to them or if they want to let them in to try and reach the reward, which is what's on the last two pages, which are the uh, items you can get in each room when you're resetting it that will also maybe help you in maybe a big bad fight. Oh, I wasn't expecting a big bad fight. <laughs> that'd be that'd be weird. Yeah, I kind of thought we've already gone above and beyond at this job. You to fought be honest. three tiny zombies. 
That is not what I signed up for. And a room full of other zombies. I thought I was going to be hanging out at a party looking like the muscle. And I got soup on my shirt. I think you could write that off as a business expense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll get it dry cleaned. Awesome. So, okay, so we need to go into these different rooms, like one of us in each room and one person at the control console. Is that what how it works? Ugh. Can I go in the piston room? <laughs> so, here, so I... I I can tell you and let you in of what will benefit. So basically, the cooling room is the room you just came from, and it is based around strength. The piston room is based around dex. The exhaust room is based around constitution, and the data room is based around either intelligence or charisma. Oh, brother. Well, (laughs) I suppose we know which one I ought to do. I don't think I have a good room to go in. A strength one, right? <laughs> really? Look at these muscles. They're quite a bit bigger than me. <laughs> well, I think Althea should go in the uh, in the, the, the fast the, the twitchy room. <laughs> that would that be the, the piston pin- room, and I wouldn't want to take that from you. I, I could also go in the data room if you want. You know, I'm like... I'm very charismatic. People like me, you know. I'm pretty... <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty athletic, but I'm really not that like agile. I can go in the exhaust room. That's fine. I'm, I, I'm content going in there. All right. Well, I'll take the piston room. I could go in Jealous. the. <laughs> was it the data room that could? It's charisma. Yeah, or intelligence. I could take the data room. I've got, you know, I'm a handsome little goblin. Right. So, We're like on a scale of like from one to twenty, <laughs> just how. <laughs> I prefer scales of one to three. Attractive do you think you are? <laughs> I'd have to say I'd have to say perhaps an eighteen and then a plus seven to the save if I had to. Oh wow. Ah, you know oh, if you had to quantify it, I see. I would agree. <laughs> I think that you are well suited for that. Do we need to go back in the cooling room? Like do, somebody does, do our, yeah. I'm I'm pretty strong. If you're going Kayvon, if you're going like uh if you're going the exhaust room, I can go in the cooling room and try to figure out what to do there. I think that sounds like a good plan. And then who is staying in this? I suppose that means I would stay. Honestly, well, Doctor, you seem like the kind of person who should uh, have authority in a situation like this. That's a terrible idea, but okay. Yeah, you're the leader, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so to make sure I understand, then, uh, you all go and do your things, right? and. I will push the illuminated buttons as the uh, as you guys complete and turn the keys in the different rooms. Is that the idea? Uh, you actually see the keys will be brought back into this room and there's a slot below each of these buttons. So once the key is uh. placed in this podium and turned, it will light up the button on the podium. Got it. OK. All right. I'm off to my room. Well, which, which room is which? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's perhaps one thing that I'd like to to say if you'd permit me just one one quick moment. Um you see for these sorts of occasions I <laughs> I have something that I'd like to share with the rest of you. Oh god. He pauses to expect an interruption. Oh, I, was, I, I, I thought you were talking really slow so that you can access chat GPT real quick. Type, type in your problem. What? No. If, you, if you're looking for something to share, I've got a little bit more of this cheese. 
Ah, I do love cheese. Droog is picking off some lint as he hands it over. Oh, yum. Good old pocket cheese. (laughs) (laughs) But I would just say, uh, quickly here, dear brave souls who stand on the edge of the unknown, do not falter. Every step you've taken has led to this moment, every challenge a stepping stone on the path of destiny. It is in the trials. Wait, so remind me, did we come through the cooling room already? Is that the room that we came from? (laughs) You really deflate me, but yes. Onward, brave adventurers, for your destiny awaits. (laughs) What that is, is I will have cast motivational speech for everybody. Um, you address allies, staff, or innocent bystanders to exhort and inspire them to greatness, whether they have anything to get excited about or not. <laughs> Choose up to five <laughs> creatures within range that can hear you. For the duration, each affected creature gains five temporary HP and has advantage on wisdom saving throws. And uh, if one of you guys gets hit by an attack, you would have advantage on the next attack roll you get to make. And that lasts until you lose your temp HP. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. There you have it. Feeling light on my feet. Thank you for that. So is there like labels on the doors telling us which room is which? Yeah. So the so the door you came in at the top is to the cooling room. The door to the right of the map to the east is the data room. The floor to the door to the south is the exhaust room. And then the door to the west is the piston room. Right. Well, I guess I'm going back in that room. I feel like we already did a lot in there. I'm hoping maybe my job's easy. Fingers crossed. Probably not. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Come on, Tinsel. Let's go. Godspeed. All right. Let's open these doors and head on in. We'll see you all back here in a minute. And uh, how this will work for you, Rupert, is that they, you will be able to watch these rooms on the monitors. So that's how you would know what's happening as this happens. But if everyone wants to step through the first door into the decontamination hallway. Okay. And then roll initiative. All right, Kayvon got 17. Okay. Drew got a natural one for a four. Bryson got a two for a four. Dr. Rupert got a 10. Althea got a 16. I feel bad. I feel like Droog is going to have the hardest time because his instructions were all scratched over by Rosalind. That's all right. <laughs> Whoops. I've got this. You know, you know, which the instructions that gave me the most anxiety were um, the, Rupert's job. Like that one, I'm like, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be in charge of like hitting the reset on anybody's room. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did totally forget that Rupert didn't need to roll initiative. Sorry, Rupert. Uh, you can act whenever. Okay, we're starting with Kayvon. Now, so Kayvon, you step through this door and you enter like a green, haze-filled room that you instantly, like as soon as you step in, you can feel like your throat start to burn. And you see kind of through the haze that on the far wall, there are these different little podiums set up that are numbered one through five. And how this will work is that you get to use an action um, and movement to go to one of the switches. It takes an action to turn it off. Every round, you'll have to do a DC 17 constitution save or take poison damage. Okay. 
once you have all yep if you get them all swapped on you'll be good you'll get the you'll get the uh end cool the gas mask and the key all right well then i guess i'm gonna move straight forward so i'm kind of do i stand in front of the of the box of the podium or can i stand like between two and like look and see what the numbers are you can stand between two and look so you see that uh like the ones that you're at are three and four and so one is clear to the left Got it. Okay, cool. Um, I need to make a save then, right? Constitution save. Yeah, so you can go over and you can, so you can say that you are swap, flipping a switch and then at the end of the turn, you will have to do a constitution save. Okay, well, I moved up to number three and four, so I'm gonna, I did not go to number one and I have to turn them in order. So I will not okay. be make, flipping a switch yet and I will just be <laughs> making a save okay. right now. Constitution DC 17. <laughs> Whoops. Um, oh, made it with a 17. Oh, perfect. You just made it. Nice. Uh, perfect. You are going to be okay. Althea. So how this will work in your room. Oh boy. You step into this room and it's kind of dark. And after you're in for like three or four seconds, you see all the symbols on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you see a huge metal like piston that's like as big as your upper half of your body in like a half a second it blasts clear across the room and then retracts back into the wall coming from the north to the south and you kind of sit there watching and there doesn't seem to be an order to when the pistons are coming out so you're kind of going to have to make your best effort so how this will work is we're going to do contested d12 rolls and you can add your dex modifier to yours but basically what will happen if you if you beat my roll you get to step on the row that the piston or sorry so so the pistons are coming from uh west to east so there's 12 different uh rows here and so if you get the right one you get to move your character like if you beat my role you can move my character to a row and that row will be where the piston doesn't come out and you're fine but if you don't beat my role then you have to make a deck save or take damage okay and my goal is to get to this back wall correct do i see the panel that i need to get to yes you see you see it back there okay so Oh, I see. They're coming out east to. Okay, I got you. Yeah, now. so you can only move like five feet so each round. So where is the where is the panel? Then? It is. The, is it, it's just like yeah. right. Okay, yeah, it's right just right in the, the back. back wall. Gotcha. Okay, I see it. I get you now. Yeah, so just straight to the back, you see the panel of switches that's just got these random jumping out pistons uh, that probably would like break some bones uh, thrown out here. Can I, how far am I away from it? So how this will work is you can only basically because of the timing, you can jump like five feet at a time. You're just kind of like stepping back and forth going over this each round. But how far is it total? I guess. Oh, is what so you'll five rounds. It'll take you uh, 25 feet, five rounds to get there. Okay, because I do have Misty Step, which allows me to teleport 30 feet to an unoccupied <laughs> oh. space, which is what I would do. Look, okay. I don't want to ruin that's your. No, 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 no. That's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's good. I, I, uh, I allow that. This is like the one chance that we have to roll d twelves, and we call ourselves a twelve sided guys. And you're gonna just, you're just going to magic <laughs> well, the puzzle well, here's away. A, no, well, well, here's what I'll say. Even, even doing that, you will have to make one check because oh, sure. of stepping in front of it. 
but yeah, no, that that is what. No, I but would that's do. yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's <laughs> you. You picked the right room. <laughs> All right, so just a d12 or a dex. Yep. So you r- roll a d12, but you can add your uh, dex modifier to the re- result. Oh, gotcha. Okay, cool. So that is um, an eight, four, an eleven total. Okay. You beat me, so you pick the right spot and you nimbly appear from this misty step around the uh, pistons without getting hit. You reach <laughs> over, you flip that switch, and your room powers down. That was uh, easy. And, and you see a little like door beside the switch that you open, and you see a, a small like Rubik's Cube size metal box. And as well as a key with a little snowman carved into the handle of it. Boy, okay. Is the metal box locked? Like, does the key fit into the box? Uh, no, it doesn't. The metal box, uh, you vaguely remember as you were skimming through the manual that it described an item that was held in this room. So you could probably go back to the manual to learn about it. Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. Wait, this isn't the piston route to save a Wait, what's the box? Uh, page 71 so did, of the um, manual. Yeah, the next page, <laughs> oh, it, it talks about the boxes. That's what you're saying. Gotcha. I thought that, okay, gotcha. It's, Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's, no, it's no. great. There the are prizes. Great. There are prizes. <laughs> what what prize, prize did you get, Althea? All right. So I uh, I bust open the box and I get, um, a bo- or I, I look at the box and it's a box of protection. Um, so this, you're able to use this action to speak the command word, which is boing. <laughs> <laughs> and cause the box to cover a 15-foot cube of space. Um, and that uses one charge. It has three charges. And that space is impenetrable to any, any damage done to it. It's counted as zero. So, hell yeah. Oh, nice. I will grab that and grab that key, and I will mosey on over to see the doctor. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you go back in, and you can, if you'd like, you can walk over. Uh, and I'd like to your... stand right beside his shoulder and just kind of um, passenger seat drive. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. And we will now move on to Kayvon. Or no, no, sorry, Bryson. Jeez. All right. So, yeah, so you, uh, Bryson, you remember that your instruction is that in one of the pillars, there is a security panel that you need to find. So how that'll work is you will go up into each of these black square pillars and roll a d6 and if you get a five or a six you find it otherwise you have to go to the next pillar okay all right well i as i enter the room there is one that is literally 15 feet away so tinsel and bryson are going to head over there to that first one and roll a d6 and it's a two so it's not in this one it's not in that pillar oh nuts tinsel oh nuts (laughs) Uh, do you want to move again? You... Oh, yeah, I got 15 more feet. Uh, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I have a spell called... Oh. I call it Graceful Speed. And I'll go ahead and cast that. Basically, that was is going to give me um, uh, an extra 30 feet on this turn. Nice. So that moves me. So that will... Now I get to go another... I'm just going to... That's... So I get to go 45 feet. I actually make it to the next pillar. Nice. Uh, you will have to wait to your next turn to search this one. Okay, that's not, not a problem. And as you reach this pillar, give me a perception check. Okay, perception. It's a 21. Whew. 
Nice. As you step up to this pillar, you hear a noise behind you. And what you see is that all these little broken pieces from the cotton-eyed Joes that you killed have started forming into a little mound uh, on the floor behind you. And it kind of starts to form into them, but it's much smaller. It's not like, it's like these little remnants of things. And it kind of looks over at you and is like, Oh, jeez. Oh, man. And How is it's... that somehow worse? <laughs> I know, I know. And it's going to roll initiative one second. Oh, it is terrible. Well, I mean, mine's a four, so it's going to go soon. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to do on your turn? That's that's pretty much it. I used all my movement action and bonus action. So, yeah. It is Droog. Droog. Oh, I'm excited to see how this goes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> my instructions were so descriptive on what I need to do in this room. <laughs> You're charismatic. You can go with the flow. You're witty. You're on the spot. You step through this door. If all else fails, use oh, all that cheese in your pocket. <laughs> Uh, you step through this door and you see it's basically what you would imagine to be a like most modern movies do this now like where they have to like find the computer mainframe in the giant corporate building and it's like this room just filled with like rows and rows of mechanical machines that have information in them so this is like the stored data room of this gigantic machine and you step in here and you see floating in front of you as half of her face glitches in and out of this red, broken, split open image and back to normal and back to red. Uh, you see Rosalind standing and waiting for you and she goes, oh, I'm so, 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 so happy you made it to Rosalind's riddles. I'm glad to be here, Ros. Um, you're glitching a little, but I can understand that. See me whole right right side here. I glitched once too. It's not pleasant. I'd love to rip that arm off your flesh. I think <laughs> we should have some fun. All right. Oh my gosh. Is there an off switch in here? There is, but uh, I've hidden it. And if you'd like it, you just have to answer my riddles, and you'll get it. Wait, did we send the guy who didn't know how, didn't realize we were supposed to alphabetize a book into the riddle room? <laughs> Hell yeah, that's the best. I'm not going to oh, take gosh. credit for the whole thing. I think that was a group I failure. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm giving you a hard time. Oh, we're friends. Let's have the first one then. Okay, how this will work is she's going to ask you a riddle, and you do not have to know the answer. I do not promise you that these riddles make sense. She is a virus. Uh, or she has a virus, sorry. Um, how this will work, basically, is that you can approach this from either an intelligence or a charisma way, which is when she asks you the riddle, you will are able to respond to her in character, and you can take two approaches. You can either take a charismatic approach, where you basically kind of like try to convince her or trick her or something into revealing the answer to you. And depending on how good your response is, I'll give you advantage, disadvantage, or nothing on your skill check against that. Um, if you take the intelligence route, you can kind of try to talk with her and ponder through it and then the same basic type of check with advantage disadvantage or normal will happen depending on how uh 
your response works with her as a character and uh, we'll go from there and you get to answer one question per turn all right the she looks at you Rosalind, and she goes okay this first one is so easy <laughs> just like your skin leaving your body um it is <laughs> it flicks off sometimes i do have eczema right here where the metal meets the flesh i know it's a little flaky i'm sorry i do my best i've got a cream it doesn't work too well gross um uh, could all you have to do is name one of my two favorite imaginary numbers Mm, two imaginary numbers. Well, mm. you only have to say one of them. I know knowing both of them would be wild, but just one. Well, just like your one heart. We goblins, we do love our warts. Your and that, your warts. Yep. That, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. What approach are you trying to take there? Charisma, of course. Um, okay, you're going to be rolling this check with disadvantage because uh, okay. <laughs> Rosalind doesn't understand what you were trying to do. Okay. I thought that was uh, the goal, though. But uh, Oh, you were trying to confuse yes. her. Mm, I will say that just saying you like warts is not quite enough to okay. trick her into revealing. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so you will do this uh, charisma check with disadvantage. So is it a, just a charisma roll or a charisma save? Uh, it will do a charisma roll. Okay. I got an eight. Okay. That is not going to be enough. Uh, in the, basically, as you say, as you look at her and you say, well, I really like wards. Uh, the whole room goes black and she has transformed into basically this slug queen covered in knives that impale your body in an instant. What? And you oh. take. <laughs> what? Althea's whispering, oh man, things are getting interesting down there. Oh yeah, I'll say the you two in the control, you can't see what's happening. It has gone black for you on the monitors. Oh man. Jeez. She's gotta renew her subscription. Uh, you will take 12 piercing damage. Whoa. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and as soon as this happens, the lights will turn back on and she'll be standing there normal again going, <laughs> well, I'm excited for the next one. Well, that makes one of us. I think the, the imaginary number is a sleven. Use a sleven, you're home by seven. Does anybody remember that from the office? No. <laughs> that was Kevin. He used to put slevens in. I totally so remember that. Wasn't yeah. <laughs> it like a sleven oh, or yeah. something like that? It's like how he makes all yeah. the papers come out to the right number. Yeah, He's like, yeah and then Oscar seven. was like, he says, use a sleven, home by seven. He left at 5.30 that day or something like that. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Okay, uh, Droog, any other thing on your turn, or should we move on? Nope, that's all I got. Okay. All right, it is this Cotton-Eyed Joe's turn. Ooh, oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. All right, so this thing is going to come over to you and make two attacks. Oh, jeez. That is a 10 and a 19. The 19 will hit, yeah. Okay, and you are going to take... Oh, it nat once. You take four bludgeoning damage. I still have temporary hit points. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Ruby. Uh, and then you see, as it does this, a very tiny aura spread out from it. So at the start of the next turn, you will have to make that uh, poison save. All right. Okay, Kayvon. 
All right, so what Kayvon's gonna do, because now that he figured out what the pattern is, left to right, one through five. <laughs> you mean one, one two, three, three four, different. five? <laughs> I, thought, I thought that they might be in like a weird order. I was all ready to start like memorizing which box was which. Okay, so anyway, so I'm gonna run over to that. I'm gonna run over, um, use my movement to get between what I'm assuming is number one and number two. I'm gonna mm-hmm. flip the switch for number one. And Cut. then this might be stupid. I'm gonna action surge and flip number two. Okay, you can do that. Uh, and then I'm gonna move back uh, ten feet so I can get closer to number three for my next turn. And then I guess all I have left to do is just make that make that Constitution save, right? Constitution. And that will be a ooh a, a natural seven. one. That's a seven. That is not going to. Uh, you are going to take oh ten my. points of poison damage. Oh my gosh. Do I have any resistance? No, I don't have any resistance to poison. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. It is Athea's turn. Uh, if you'd like to do anything in the room, but you technically don't have to act anymore. I, I mean, I'm just looking over his shoulder and just kind of uh, having some good commentary on everybody's uh, actions here. Yeah, share, share a couple of those. Yeah, I want to hear what Rupert has to say, too. Feel free while the other people are taking their turns to give like actual sports commentary. That would be totally acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what happened when that room went dark. Like, uh, what do you think Rosalind was doing to him? I hope nothing unsavory. Uh, give me a perception check, Althea. And you can as well, Rupert, if you'd like. Sure. You know, sometimes, Althea, ignorance can be bliss. <laughs> Well, I rolled a 16 perception, so we'll see how ignorant. Okay. Uh, you both can tell that uh, Droog looks like not good after it went dark. And Althea, you are able to pick out that there is some blood on his shirt and stuff now, and you're not quite sure how it got there. Uh-oh. Looks like he's uh, not doing as well as he was a little bit ago. Yes, the poor guy. I hope he can make it through okay. Looks like he's been st- impaled by some sort of slug queen. <laughs> <laughs> the queen of slurm. <laughs> uh, okay, then we'll move on that back to Bryson. You're up. All right. Okay. So um, I'm going to, uh, I have to kill this thing before I can get out of the room anyway. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take some attacks against it. I get two attacks. I'm going to use my arming sword. Uh, the first one's a 25 to hit. That will hit. For 14 damage. Oh, I, I also rolled a constitution, uh, uh, concentration check, and I still have my, um, my spell okay. um, activated. Okay, so that was a uh, 14 damage. Okay. And then my second attack is an 18 to hit. That will also hit. For 8 damage. All right. And then uh, for my bonus action, I'll say, Tinsel, get this guy off me. And Tinsel's going to run up into the aura. Oh, I needed to do another uh, check for the poison, right? Yeah, do a constitution save. That's a 16. 16. That is just enough. You uh, will be okay. Okay. And then I'll have uh, Tinsel uh, will go ahead and make an attack with his beak. Oh, Tinsel uses reaction to add uh, damage to my second strike. That's an additional five lightning damage. Okay. And then Tinsel's attack will be as, as a 16 to hit. Uh, that will hit. For four damage. Dang. Okay, so that was, how much, how much damage was that total? 14 plus? That was 31, I think. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm feeling super underpowered now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, okay, and then would you like to search uh, that pillar? Oh, I thought it took my action. No, yeah, I definitely would like to search the pillar. Oh, yeah, it does take an action. Wait, does it take an action? Oh, my gosh, what did I say? Sorry. Uh, yes, it will take an action. Okay, well, then that is my turn in here. Okay, Droog, are you ready for question number two? Well, it can't, it can't get much worse than this. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure it could. You still have all your limbs. <laughs> I've been put back together more times than I can count. <laughs> oh, wait, you don't have all your limbs. <laughs> That's true. Okay, well, here's my second riddle. What can you not talk to animals about? Well, nothing. Ain't we all animals? Am I an animal? It was an exclusive we. I uh, wasn't <laughs> rightly counting you when I said, uh, ain't we all? I was talking about me, my companions out there. <laughs> But but what? we all exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I was using we all in the exclusive tense. Yeah. Uh, we as in the uh, royal we. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about my companions out there. Rosalind responds, "Well, but like, am I an animal? Like, I I've I'm made of things. It's not the same things as you, but aren't wouldn't I also be one? I cannot tell if you're an animal or not." but you sure do seem to have some sort of intelligence. If I ate you like an animal, would it be? No, I don't think that's something that makes an animal. Hmm. Is there a button in here anywhere? Can you help me find one? I've been looking. Oh, a but a button? A bu- I'm, I'm looking for a button. A bu- oh, I guess, I guess a button. Is it a switch? I think I know where a switch is. Yes, a switch. I'm looking for a switch. Okay, you may make a charisma check with advantage. Oh, I got an 18. That is just enough. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, she'll kind of look at you and she'll go, uh, yeah, a switch. I mean, oh, no, my question. I was, asking, I was asking you about like how you shouldn't talk to animals about the devil or Satan. That's what, oh, no, I gave it away. oh yeah never talk to animals about the devil they just it's not worth it or satan or satan say that just not a good conversation starter or i guess i I don't understand why what because they just don't have any good input Mm. (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense okay well um we'll just yep well moving on now show me where that button was and we will move on that's pretty interesting because i mean Technically, isn't Satan the beast or related to the beast? But you just can't you know, talk to animals wait, about him. Mr. Beast is Satan? <laughs> <laughs> beast from the X-Men is the devil? <laughs> well, she keeps, she keeps talking about um, the switch and where it's at. I know exactly where my switch is. It's next to my bed with Tears of the Kingdom inside of it. <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Um, Okay, uh, we're going to jump back to Bryson, and okay. this enemy is still right in front of you, uh, and it's a little pissed at Tinsel for having come at it, so it's going to take a swipe at Tinsel for a 23. That will hit Tinsel, yes. Okay, Tinsel is going to take eight bludgeoning damage. Okay, okay. He can handle it. He's okay. a tough guy. And then it's going to swing at Tinsel again for a 19. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> okay. And it will take another seven bludgeoning damage. All right. And now Tinsel is at half hit points. Oh, boy. All right. And now moving back. It is Kayvon. 
All right, well, pretty simple stuff. I'm going to flip switch number three and then move over to stand in front of switch number four and then I'll make my um, constitution save again. Yes, let's see. I got, oh, is that another natural one? Mm, seven yep. again. Oh, my <laughs> oh, two nat ones in a row. All right. You are going to take uh, five poison damage. Okay. You lucked out this turn. Okay. All right. And that's my turn. Just waiting to flip two more switches and then. Okay. Uh, Control room turn. If they'd like to add any commentary. Looking good in there, (laughs) Kayvon. Don't talk to animals about Satan. I'm always saying that. I'm always saying that. Finally, somebody understands. So funny. (laughs) Perfect. Okay, Bryson, we'll jump back to you. This guy is still here. Um, how's he looking? He's, he looks hurt. Not like he's not like about to fall apart, but he you did a good, good chunk of damage. <sighs> OK, all right. Well, I guess I'm going to try to get rid of him again. So first I'll attack with my arming sword. Okay. It's a dirty 20 to hit for eight. That will hit. Okay. Yeah. And then Tinsel's going to go ahead and add an additional two lightning damage to that. So that's 10 total. Okay. And then my second attack is only an 11 to hit. That will not hit. And then I'll say, Tinsel, get this guy off me. Come on, do your job. <laughs> um, oh, poor Tinsel. <laughs> and Tinsel is going to attack for a 16? Um, that will hit. Okay. And that's five uh, additional damage. Okay. You see Tinsel. How does Tinsel kill this thing? Tinsel looks indignant at what I just said. Like if if a like a clockwork uh, <laughs> copper and brass cog peacock can look indignant and just pounces and just its talons and beak just kind of like start grabbing and just shredding and pulling apart mm-hmm. from each other on top of this creature and uh, Tinsel gets kind of covered in like motor oil and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely saw like right before Tinsel did it. Uh, they're like little peacock eyebrows like went down a little, like angry look uh and then attacked the thing it, it, it they didn't like what you said whoa tinsel hey man i'm sorry just uh, i was feeling the pressure man and uh, you know in the heat of the moment i said some things i didn't mean I'm sorry buddy and tinsel accepts that i guess because tinsel's a robot <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> tinsel is literally your hat so (laughs) tinsel won't fully betray you but tinsel can get annoyed (laughs) all right that is my uh my my turn i'm ready to start searching pillars again perfect (laughs) (laughs) you took i would just like you did an incredible amount of damage like the difference between the damage that you did here compared to the fight that you all it's very <laughs> very different i got two attacks now and uh I, I didn't i never didn't try to use my blaster at all so that's true that's true yeah i, I should have taken that into consideration uh forgot about that that's fine um droog are you ready for the next riddle i am all right this next riddle is uh sorry Roslyn will look at you and she'll be like okay <laughs> This one's fun because it's the last one. So if you get it wrong, I will rip off your other arm. All right. I've been looking for some upgrades. I've got a doctor (laughs) that helps me out. His name is Dr. Fiskin. 
He's a little expensive, but he's friendly enough. Uh, was that the riddle? Yeah, no, no, dude, no, Drew, no. you are so positive. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I was distracted by thinking of eating your flesh. Uh, and she's gonna say, oh, I mean, I'm crapping my pants here. Like, if I was in that room <laughs> with her, no way would Bryson be handling this okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, she says, What is the best way to catch a tiger? A tiger? Hmm. Can I think on it for a minute? Drugal, sure. Drugal, pull out a handful of, of cheese. And you said they're like rows of like computer things, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Drug is just going to start like mashing cheese into like as many computery bits as he can. And he's going to say, What is he doing? That's <laughs> <laughs> cheese he's wasting. Rose, can I call you Rose? I'm really uh, not sure what any of these do, but is this cheese helping? Oh, I'm. I. And she like gets a really confused look and she's like, I don't think that'll be good for them. Mm. For who? What does this do? It well, it it doesn't hell. And you see that the computers kind of like start sparking. <laughs> uh, and I need you to give me a intelligence check. Oh man! Oh no! Can I? Can I do something crazy? You uh, please. I love it when people do something crazy. More crazy than stuff and cheese. I don't know if you'll top what's happening right now, but I would okay. love. I would love to see. Uh, I was thinking of doing a spell, but I'm stuffing cheese in computers and making intelligence checks. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, I thought you were gonna give her a big kiss. Uh, I got a 13 on the check. Okay, that is that is enough for Druk to get the sense that if you put even one more piece of cheese into this computer, it will probably cause it all to melt down. Like in a good way? <laughs> <laughs> like me on Monday mornings. Oh, oh man, man. My gosh. Well, Oof. I mean, you can, you can now, you can do one more, uh, intelligence save to get an answer to that question. <laughs> All <sighs> right. An intelligence save? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the same modifier. An 11 on the intelligence save. You vaguely feel like breaking the room maybe wasn't what the the book said when people were talking about the other rooms. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, the book didn't say anything about this room, so right. I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, Drugal, Drugal. <laughs> the, my other idea was along the same lines of destroying things, so I, oh, I'll okay, probably okay. Won't do that. Drugal pull out one of his last pieces of cheese and and hold it out for Rosalind and say, "Would you care to have a slice?" She'll she'll look at it and she'll be like, "Oh, I think that'd be lovely." Um, and you can make your charisma check uh, straight. No advantage, no disadvantage. Okay. Oh, man. Let's see how it goes. Oh, no. And that one for five. Oh, oh no. Mm. Oh, man. Hit the hard reset. Hit the hard reset. Pull him out of there. Oh, my gosh. You threw that cheese at her. <laughs> uh, 
you see, uh, as you kind of say this and reach this cheese out to her, you see, so you're looking at Rosalind and it's like the bright lit room and everything. And you just see her smile start to get wider and wider. And then it's cracking up her face and it's reaching up to like her hairline and it's getting wider and her jaw starts opening wider and wider. Faces aren't supposed to do that, Roz. (laughs) (laughs) And you see the slowly like in a systematic ching, 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 like the lights start going off from the back of the room towards you. And you just see like this darkness coming as her mouth gets wider and wider and wider. Uh, And it goes pitch black. And I'm going to need you to make a deck save. All right. Let's see what I can do. I got a 14 deck save. Okay. That is only going to be enough that you are standing in the dark. And as you notice Rosalind's face appear to your, which is what, what side is your good arm? My robot arm or the, the steampunk arm is the right arm. The regular arm is the left one. So on your left side, you see suddenly Rosalind's face appear with just like this gaping, like sarlacc pit of teeth, churning mouth as she completely bites off your left hand. Whoa! Oh, well, oh. Oh. damn! Oh. Yikes! Oh, uh, Rupert, what, should we do some damage control? Oh, how much damage do I take? Uh, you will take eleven points of damage. Well, that hurt. (laughs) And as this happens, uh, you see the lights in the room start to flash. And then you see Rosalind being like, I don't know why you didn't want to play my games. Uh, And the computers start sparking and catching on fire. And you are just getting surrounded by flames. Dr. Fiskin is not going to like that. He's going to have to build another arm for hand for me. Oh, <laughs> I'm already in debt to him. You're so you're so calm. <laughs> Plus, the, the answer to the riddle was super easy. You build a giant pit like they did in the Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were supposed to like run through the jungle like they did in um, RRR. Oh, that's another good oh. one. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rosalind, as as we end your turn, is just gonna uh, still be kind of standing in the flashing darkness, and she's gonna be like. The answer was a can of tuna fish. Okay. And that's where we're going to end that turn. Kayvon, you're up. <laughs> Kayvon's room is so straightforward. Suddenly, Kayvon, I'm, feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about my chances of surviving this. <laughs> I'm going to now flip number four, move over to number five so I can flip that one on my next turn and make my <laughs> constitution save. Here Cut. we go. That is a, a natural <laughs> one. No, oh my goodness. Three, three natural ones. I have a plus six to my what con save. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Okay, hey Paul, roll another so, one just to make sure that roll 20 is not just messing with you. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh my uh, god. There's an 18. All right, well, okay. That's, that's a natural one. Okay. Uh, you're going to take 15 points of poison damage. Oh my 15 gosh. points of... Oh my goodness. Are you still up? I'm still up. You get give me a per, give give me a perception check. Um, okay, give me one second. Fifteen points of damage and perception check. Here we go away. Um, that's an eighteen. You are very <laughs> aware that it seems like the longer you've been in this room, the worse you're feeling. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Well, I've got one more of uh, uh, switch to uh, whatever switch to flip, and then I should get the 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 gas mask. So I'm 
I will probably survive this. Fingers crossed. Control room. Any commentary? Um, <laughs> you did. You did. You did see Droog lose a hand. Yeah, I'm starting yeah. to get a little worried here. Starting? Yeah, I don't I don't know when it's a good time to try the hard reset. I'll be honest. Like, do we just go for it sometimes? Or? It's totally you up reset to you. his room. Yeah, you just hit the button for his room if you want to reset it. I mean, uh, they don't seem to be throwing up signals that they're ready to uh, call out, so maybe we give them a little bit more time. He can't time. because he, he lost his other hand. His signal <laughs> I think that uh, Droog is uh, ingenious enough that he would come up with another way to communicate it. <laughs> oh He's pretty gosh. cool under pressure. That's what oh I like about gosh. him. <laughs> can, I, can I walk over to the edge and yell in there and say, Droog, let us know when you want to have us reset. Uh, Wait, you're stumped around. I'll just say, Droog, you can't hear them. There's two doors between you. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay. Okay. I'm sweating. I still think he, he seems like he's got a cool head, so maybe we just give him a minute. If, 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 if we see another failure on his side, I think we go for it. I agree. Also, Corbon, too. I, I, I don't know what's going on down there. It doesn't Corbon. seem like it was that. <laughs> it doesn't I've got seem this. like that was that difficult of a, of a task. Oh, he's really on. struggling down there. Corbon's in there just throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one more switch. I got this. Oh my god. Okay. Well, moving to Bryson. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I'm at one of the pillars right now. Um, and I finally can use my action to search that one. So I'm rolling a d6. Okay. It's only a two, it's a two. so I know it. Okay. So it's got to be the last one. Yep. Yep. You know it's in the last one. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and then move 30 feet. Uh, again, staying away, not not getting too close to the fans in case they kick on and try to suck me in again. And uh, Tinsel's going to follow me. And that is actually, um, I'm going to go, we're, we're going to go ahead and dash. So Ka. we'll we'll get clear up to that next pillar and ready to search next time. Okay. Droog, you are in a fire-filled, sparking, dark room with a almost demonically possessed AI Victorian girl standing yeah. in front of you. Her mouth has semi-returned to normal, but she's still left like bloody tears in the cheeks so that it opens a little extra wide when she talks. Uh, And she's going to look at you and she's going to be like, I don't know why you didn't want to play my riddles. It was my riddles (laughs) and they were for you. I'm going to make a wisdom save to see how well Droog is handling things. Okay. I, I love the idea that Rupi and uh, and Althea are there just like he's got this, no problem. Like the room is on fire. Like no, <laughs> he looks let's fine. Just give him another, let's just give him a, let's give him another couple of minutes and we'll see how he does. <laughs> so I rolled a seventeen on the wisdom save. So Droog's feeling pretty good. Uh, he's nervous about his his uh, you know future prospects in this room, but. Um, the reason men die way more often is because they're so much more confident. That's not oh, Althea's yeah. fault. <laughs> <laughs> Droog will say, I'm sorry about all the cheese, but uh, I think there's a key in here I'm supposed to find to uh, take back to the other room. Have you got it? Uh, she's going to look at you and she's going to be like, no, and I wouldn't give it to you anyway because you don't like any of my riddles. Oh, but I love the taste of your head. Let's try it one more time. Give me one more riddle. No, I don't have any more. You don't have any more? No. 
and she's gonna she's gonna fly at you again and attack. Oh jeez. Oh. So she. <laughs> we should maybe pull him out here. Uh, she rolls a five on <laughs> yeah. her at, uh, on her attack. Okay. Is she corporeal? Uh, like, can could I attack her too? You can you can try to attack her. <sighs> you can also do an investigation. I'll let you do both. You can you can do an attack, and you can also do an investigation check if you want to see where the key is. Okay, so I got a 17 on the investigation check. Okay. You notice through the smoke and the sparking, the sparking has actually helped in an odd way. Uh, and you see on the back left from you a uh, kind of broken into little security panel that you get a sense that that might be where the uh, key is. Okay. Droog is going to run up to that panel and try and retrieve a key if he can. Okay. Uh, you pry that open and you see that there's a switch at that panel and you see that there's a key hanging. Alright. I'll flip the switch and pocket the key. Uh, you flip the switch and nothing happens. And you get you get a pretty strong sense that the computer is too broken to successfully shut down this cool. room. Too much cheese probably. Too much cheese, <laughs> too much violence. <laughs> Okay. Oh, also give me a constitution save. Oh man, uh, fourteen. Okay. Uh, that's enough. You, I, I'll, I'll say you won't take damage again from your wound. Uh, but you now definitely you are. Uh, you can't. Your your maximum hit points drops by five. Okay. And you're feeling weak, and you lose five feet of movement. Okay. Some blood cool. loss. Oh no. Yeah. All right. Well, then I've moved my full my full speed and that's as much as I can do. I feel like we should pull him out like and just get him in here and I have I have uh, some spells I can cure his wounds a little bit at least stop the blood flow. I was gonna say it looks like he's got it maybe we should rush to the door and see if we can save him. <laughs> I think that would be a good a good thing to do we could look like heroes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay well you'll, your turn we'll, we'll let you go on Althea's turn. Uh Cave on here it is your last go yeah I flipped the switch on the fifth pillar and is there okay and you hear some fans kick on uh, as a door to your left opens and you feel the poison start to drift away but you will have to make one more constitution save Uh, here we go come on not in that one oh uh, 19 19 okay nice you will take half damage oh jeez Oh my god. Okay, you take three points of damage. You're fine. <laughs> I rolled a two and a three. Oh my god. On 2d12. On 2d12. Okay. Okay, so I flip the switch and then there's a, a key for me, I take it? Yes. Okay. Uh, this one uh, has a uh, toboggan sled on. Okay, a toboggan sled. And also, um, there's a there's a prize for me, right? And then there are five. There's there's a little sack of five gas masks. Perfect. All right. I'll read the description real quick of what this does. Wearing this mask protects you from any type of airborne airborne poisons or poisonous auras. You can use a free action to wear or take off the mask. If you would fail a saving throw, you can instead choose for your mask to break, turning the save into a success and making the mask unusable. Um, as a free action, I'm going to pop that thing on right now, so I don't have to make any more saves. Okay. Or one of the five, anyway. Yeah. I'm going to make my way out of the room. Yeah. 
So there's a toboggan key and a snowman key. Okay. Yep, yep. Uh, Droog's um, is has a, a cardboard box shape on it. All right. Althea and Rupert. Rupert's going to move towards the door. I think that's his 30 of movement will get him close to the door, actually. Okay. And if I can open it, too, with an action, so that way we can be there to help Droog when he opens his side of the door, that'd be great. So you get the sense as you're trying, the door is locked. Uh, so you get the sense that he either has to complete the challenge in the room or you have to hit the reset button. Oh, okay. Should we reset it then? I mean, it looked like he had the key. Let's hope he can open the door and make his way out here. I suppose is that completing the challenge? I, I guess that is. You know, I don't know, actually. That's a good point. Well, um... I don't even know what was going on in that room because it was all uh, <laughs> crossed out. <laughs> I think I think we try to reset the room here on our next on our next go of it. All right, well, we'll give <laughs> one more chance. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's fine. Oh, gosh. All right, well, I'll see what goes on back to the monitor and keep uh, keep watching. <laughs> kind of grab some popcorn, kick her feet up a little bit. Yeah, uh, Bryson, it's your turn. All right, so this has to be the pillar with the uh, panel. So I'm going to go ahead and search it. Opens up. You see a little switch and you see um, a key uh, in there as well. And it has uh, a rubber ducky on it. Oh, cute. I'll pocket that. And then also I see that there's a battery pack in here. Yep. Um, So in the description is attaching this battery pack to a security gun. I assume that's one of the five guns we took from before. Yep. It will allow you to use one of the pack's five charges to activate any gun ability, adding plus five to the attack roll and a d6 to the damage roll. And you can use a free action to remove the pack from the gun or to attach it to another gun. So that's awesome. Especially if uh, Althea wants to use that healing gun. <laughs> I did like that gun. Uh, awesome. And then I'll start making my way back to the uh, the room. Yeah, as you switch that, you kind of hear like a uh, kind of like a pressure release, and you see like a light over by the original door uh, turns back to green, uh, and you get the sense that you completed what you need to do here. All right, come on, Tinsel, Droog. <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> Can I see into the hallway? Like, is is it like is there glass on the windows or anything? Or no, it's it's metal doors. Cool. Uh, Rosalind's in there with you, and she's going to be like, "Ah, well, I guess you found the key, but, you know, we could stay and play a little more. Uh, You still have some blood. That's that's a great (laughs) offer of you, but uh, I think I'll be on my way. But I can't walk all the way to that door in one move, so I'm going to have to run. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to do my move move to get to the door because I, it's more than 25 feet away. And that's my turn. Okay. Uh, she is going to attack you. Oh, jeez. And that is a seven. That is not going to hit. Uh, yeah. So you make it to the door. That's fine. Is it unlocked? Can I do my item interaction to try and open it? It is not unlocked. You, uh, it's still locked. You can't get it open. Cool. 
Uh, you can probably start pounding on it or anything you want, um, and then you'll make another con- constitution save. I think Althea is is monitoring the uh, you know the screen, so she would she would push the button if if he was pounding on the door. I think. Drew got a thirteen constitution. Okay. Um, with that, we'll say you just lose another five feet of movement. Cool. 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 And yeah, so it's we'll just go to Althea now. Yeah, Althea will see that Drug is uh, struggling and not able to get the door open, and she'll she'll turn to uh, Rupert and say, "You think we're good to let him out, or should we give him another chance?" No, let's do it. Let's hit the button. Okay. I mean, he seems like he's really confident, but all right. And then I will uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do a hard reset on that uh, data room. Uh, Althea runs over to that and you slam your fist down on the data room button and it it's like not smooth like you feel like it your your fist kind of has to force it down and there's like a almost like a breaking sound uh, and then you hear uh, both of the doors kind of like unseal uh, and they're both open now or both o- that you can open both of them they're unlocked. Cool. Um, am I able to go ahead and open up this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. We'll move out of initiative now. Okay. Well, uh, Rupert, yeah, so that door opens uh, and you can run through uh, and get open Droog's uh, door as well. Yeah, I will do that um, to try to assist him. Uh, you open that door. He's looking rough. Uh, and you see like flashing behind him uh, Rosalind and you see that big smile crack through her face again and then she disappears. <laughs> that thing is terrifying. Old Rupee, I picked the short straw on this one. Yeah, you did, bud. Here we go. Come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna use one of my last second level spell slots to use healing word. Cap. On Droog and heal him. What? Are you kidding me? With a second level I rolled two ones. Oh no. (laughs) Five hit points. I'll take anything you've got Uh, at this point. Uh Roll 20 is broken. I'm just (laughs) saying. Althea will kind of step up and also put her hands on Droog and pat him on the back and say, you you did well there, lad. You really tried. And uh, she'll give him. If you're going to heal me, this this, uh, knob right here could use a little cauterizing. She will uh, kind of point at the knob and uh, heal it for 13. Oh, hey. Perfect. Yeah. So you'll take that healing and you will you will cut off the uh, blood spewing out of him. I will get a a rough fix there. Who's ready for a nap? You're good to go. Brand new. (laughs) Yeah. Bryson comes back into this room and he's like, hey, guys, I had no problems and I got a key with a duck on it. How did you guys do? You see Kayvon's wearing a gas mask and he's like toboggan here. It's got a toboggan on it. I was going to say, oh, hey, toboggan, I got a key with a duck on it. <laughs> Mikey has a snowman. Rupi, what was the health insurance coverage on this one? <laughs> is, uh, is Suzette going to be able to pay for a new Anne for me? I was going to say, we're independent contractors, so we're kind of on our own when it comes to our benefits coverage. Are you telling me in a fantasy world we still have to pay the insurance companies? <laughs> oh I, I would I would just like to step in here right now and say healthcare is free in this world. 
Oh, okay. Amazing. That's what great. a place to be. That's great. I was going to say psychotic Rosalinds, but free healthcare. I mean, yeah. sign me <laughs> up, you know? What a world. What a world. <laughs> Whoa, Drew, you lost a hand. Man. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's uh, the second one I've lost. You should just like tie a knife to your stub. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> awesome. It'd remind me of me, of me grandpa. That, that's how he had both his hands, actually. Old, old Stabby himself. Grandpa Stab hands. Yeah. He is, is, he's a great man. He, he died in the explosion, just along with the rest of them, but uh, ah, Grandpa Stabby. <laughs> I like to think well, that one was a butter knife and one was a Rambo knife. <laughs> <laughs> one was a spork. <laughs> Well, this is all touching and all, but why don't we go ahead and just get this done with and reset the security system? All right. Well, here's my key. Here's the toboggan key. Okay. Uh, We'll use this part to kind of wind down to end this episode for now. Uh, But basically, as you get Drugan here, he's kind of rambling uh, these stories about his grandfather and a knife and something as he's kind of being cared for. Uh, You're not sure if he's like, delusional from loss of blood or if this is just normal Drew. Uh, but you all kind of stand there with the keys and look at the podium and get ready to reset this system to see what happens. And that's where we'll stop. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see Rosalind again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's going to be so fun. I'm down to 19 hit points from 49 because of that wow. sneaky gas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see like full hit points this entire campaign. Like, not to be a bitch, but <laughs> I think I just missed it. I'm step. down a left hand. Oh my gosh! No, no. Okay, so I, I realized the K- if Kayvon would have gone into the into the uh, into the uh, the pipe room, whatever it was, the cooling room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can deal like a total of um, max damage would be 22 damage total if, if I rolled max damage with both of my punches. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. Yeah. Yes. And Matt was like, okay. Okay. here's 45 like 35 damage. Da- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and tinsel. All right. Well, awesome. Yeah. Hey, hey, you wanted to play a character who used to be a pirate. <laughs> yes, I did. I'm still perfectly happy with my character. All right. Well, hey, guys, thanks for listening and thanks for playing tonight. Um, if you like what we're doing, go leave a rating and a review. And don't forget to tell your friends um, that what we're doing over here is pretty dang awesome. And until we get together next time, we hope you have a great time.